And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thanks for joining me. Well, I had a byline come across my desk. Uh, As you know, I am very big into the movie world. And so when someone that I really admire passes away, it kind of hits me hard. One that happened for me was the passing of Sir Sean Connery. And I got the byline across my desk. What took Sean Connery might take someone you love. And that really got me to take a pause, take a step back. And then I was reading more about my next guest and I had to have him on the show. And my guest is Carlin Maddox. You can check him out at carlinmaddox.com, C-A-R-L-E-N, maddox.com. He's written a great new book, which I want to put out there at the beginning of this interview, A Path Revealed, How Hope Love and joy found us deep in a maze called Alzheimer's. And Carlin, thanks for coming on the show. We're obviously talking about Alzheimer's and the importance of just being aware of what this disease is and how we can combat it. So thanks for taking some time. No, I thank you for the opportunity to be able to talk to you this afternoon. That's a pleasure, my friend. Well, Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia, and I've had that in my family, which is why this impacts me so much. It's often thought of, and in my family it was, it was the old person's disease, so to speak. Uh, But I know this happened to your wife when she was 50, and that's rather young. People would think, where did this come from? And thousands of others are even younger than that. And so that's what I really want to put out there at first and just get your perspective and reassurance on that. We want to push that stigma aside that this is not an old person's disease. This can affect absolutely anybody. It it absolutely can. And frankly, I had not even, if I'd heard of Alzheimer's, I had not paid any attention to it uh, when we were in our 40s and and going into our 50s. Martha was just, had just turned 50 three weeks earlier when she was diagnosed with this disease. And um, it, uh, it there at the doctor's office, and when we got home, it, it uh, didn't turn our world upside down. It just imploded before us. Martha had been very active in politics and civic activities. I was uh, publishing a, um, a regional business magazine here in the Tampa Bay, Florida area. And it just so boom, everything just sort of blew apart in front of us, and we did we just didn't know where to turn or what to do. So before and before, and, not to interrupt you, but so before you noticed some of the signs, which we'll get into. I mean, she was sharp, so she was in the politics. Her mind was constantly working. Uh, she was, she you know, she was very uh, aware of what's going on in the world, and then it just kind of blindsided you. It, it did, but uh, a year before the diagnosis, Noah. Martha was running for an open seat in the Florida State Legislature. Okay, and she and she was uh, on a panel with the three other candidates. And I had seen Martha; she had been on the St. Petersburg City Council uh, back in the late '80s, and I'd seen her in these situations and just handled them very easily and very civilly and whatever else. But in this particular instance, and this was the year before in 1996 that uh, she had to ask for every question to be repeated. And when she answered them, they were just askew. They just didn't quite make sense. And I just, I had no idea what was going on. And uh, we got home and I said, what was going on, Martha? And she didn't know what I was talking about. But it took us a full nine to 10 months to sort of sort through that there is something really going on and getting her to a doctor to to get to this point of diagnosis. 
And uh, I've heard that story from a, a lot of other people, too, in terms of it just really takes a while to, to get the your loved one in to get checked out and just to see what is going on. And they might not notice it, as you just said, right away themselves. They might just think they're having an off day, they're tired, something like that. But you, as that observer of somebody that you, that you love and you know exactly how they react to certain situations, you're like, hey, something's not right here. And you're able to talk to them about right. it. And then you, when it happens more often, you can say, hey, we need to get checked out because something is definitely askew and we need to make sure that this isn't something more serious. In this case, unfortunately, it was. Yeah, I mean, after that, I, she was forgetting appointments. She was uh, forgetting names and and just more, more and more frequently. And if you're into politics, that's just not something that you can can do. But if you're into business, it's not something you can do. And so just, there were several things coming together that I was noticing, our three children were noticing, our children were still in college and high school when Martha was diagnosed with this. And um, so, yeah, it, it really caught us by surprise. And it took us a while to sort of get our bearings on mm. how, do we, how do we deal with this thing? And it was just, um, uh, my, my heart goes out to anybody who's having to deal with it regardless of their age. It is one of the most I mean, horrible I mean, diseases out there. I, I think it's almost harder, at least this is my perspective, and you can share yours as well, Carlin. Having someone deal with a mental condition like Alzheimer's or dementia, something like that, it is almost worse than watching somebody that has something physical going on. Because when something physical goes on, you can at least make that connection with them. It's a lot harder when you're dealing with something like Alzheimer's where they don't know sometimes where, they, where they're at or even who you are. Exactly. And, um, and it's not, uh, not something that just is an overnight deal. I mean, it's just a, it's, it's a gradual issue. And um, Talk to us about some of the it, symptoms, like maybe some of the early symptoms besides the one that you shared that you noticed so that people can be aware, hey, I've experienced this myself, or hey, my husband or wife, they're going through the same thing. Maybe I should take note. Well, obviously, a loss of memory is what a lot of people think of, and uh, and that's serious. It's, it's mostly a loss of short-term memory. Okay. And it, don't get panicked and you say, I just can't remember this person's name or something. Uh, there's just several things. It's, it, it's more of a frequency and just how often this might be happening. Uh, I just I know that one one time that uh, Martha was driving and uh, she just was going right through, a, right through a red light. And I just, I said, Martha, and she just didn't realize she was going through a red light. Oh, wow. Um, and so, uh, and there were no accidents, uh, no problems with that, but uh, we had to pull over and I had to take over the driver's seat. And, um, but also a loss of being able to talk, that occurred over a, a three to four year period where she'd be less and less able to talk. And, uh, and that became, so that's hard to communicate that way. Oh, it is. And, and I'm glad you uh, mentioned that. That is a symptom. I don't think I would have thought of on my own, unless I had read it on a reputable site or heard it from somebody with the experience that, that, that shocks me. And that's horrible. Yeah. And, um, then, uh, over time, I mean, my wife, uh, lived with this. Martha lived with this for 17 years, from 1997 to 2000, 
and uh, 14. She was a fighter. And uh, yeah, and, but we, she moved into uh, a nursing home in 2008 because it just became impossible for me and caregivers that I was able to have here at the house with her during the day uh, to just take care of her anymore. I mean, she was needing, she was not able to take care of her personal needs, not able, uh, uh, I'll leave it at that. Just to let your listeners know, it, it's, it's a horrible disease. And it's very hard to connect because you're used to you're used to talking at one level and, and in terms of being able to communicate back and forth. That's right. Um, and one of the things, uh, moving away from us just for a minute, but people may not understand the magnitude of this, Noah. Uh, of Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's is a form of dementia, but it is Correct. the most common form of dementia. Um, but uh, there are an estimated 25 million people, either five or six million, who have the disease and the balance of that number who are family members who are uh, caring for that person. That number, if it were a population of a state, it would make it. It would be the third largest state in this country. Wow! And um, uh, so it's it's the magnitude of it. It's the intensity of the disease. I think we've laid out sort of the pain of it. Uh, it's just very important as a caregiver, someone who's caring for their loved one, to uh, figure out how you can get help. I mean, do you have friends at, at, at earlier stages? Do you have friends of your wife who can come in and be with her for a while? while it gives you a break and lets you go. Uh, if you play tennis, go play tennis, go run, uh, just go swim, whatever you need to do to just not have to have that kind of focus. Um, Support groups are so important with, with diseases like this because otherwise it makes it almost mentally exhausting for you and you're not doing yourself any favors. Well, it's not just mentally exhausting. It's physically exhausting as well because uh, and there's the stati- there's statistics out. I don't remember the exact numbers, but there are too many, too many caregivers who will die before their loved ones do wow. are in this situation just because they're not dealing with, trying to take care of themselves as best they know how. Um, one of the things for me, and I won't belabor this point, but there is just a lot of emotional and what I call spiritual issues at work here in terms of anger and frustration. Sure. And just, uh, and, and these these need to not be need not to be ignored. They, they need to be addressed how best you can. I don't know what a person's faith is or whatever, but they need to draw on it and and sort of amplify what they've learned growing up out of, out of their particular faith if they if they have it and uh, and sort of allow that to uh, just uh, uh, grow within them. I mean, after a time, Martha and I learned fairly early how to meditate, mm. and that was very important. Uh, we, I learned to, uh, we, we would sit side by side, and I would hold her hand, 
And I would repeat the word very softly that we both were using. And um, and over over time, I could see her anxiety level to begin to diminish. And as hers diminished, mine diminished. And that was just extremely helpful. Yeah, and uh, and I notice too, Carlin. When whenever I have uh, having having a difficult time in life, and it's you know obviously not disease related, but if I try and rely on my own strength, I often fall on my face. When I rely on my faith, you tend to find that source of strength that actually gets you through what you're trying to get through. It's so, as you said, tremendously important. Something else that you find important that I'm reading about, and I experienced this as as well firsthand with um, my my grandmother who had dementia and it was horrible. It's so important that you listen to your loved one that's going through this and also not try and correct them or argue with them along the way because that lets them feel heard. It lets them feel validated even if things are being misconstrued and that's so important to your loved one's well-being more, more than people would know. Uh, I, my full stamp of approval on that. It's just, I, I know that uh, my daughter, uh, Rachel, uh, told me at some point she just, she was very upset and just was not connecting with her mother. And I, apparently, she tells me years later that I told her, uh, look, Rachel, you need now to step into your mommy's world. And uh, you need you need to see where she is as best you can. And uh, that's the same thing as what you're talking about of just listening and 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 uh, acknowledging. You, you obviously don't want your loved one to get hurt or hurt, or hurt themselves in any way. But uh, it's just the, the point of trying to be right is just that's off the books in this, with this kind of disease. Oh, 100%. I knew this time would fly by and there's so much to get to. I'll have you back on the radio show at a later date and also my podcast that I have outside of Radio Carlin. I want to go more in depth with you. I would like to close with, by the way, go to carlinmaddox.com for great information and also about his book, which we're going to talk about right now in brief. In about 60 seconds, tell us about that book I mentioned at the beginning of the program, A Path Revealed, How Hope, Love, and Joy Found Us Deep in a Maze Called Alzheimer's. What can people find? What type of solutions can they find and insights when they read this book? No, uh, uh, this is not a caregiver's guidebook. Uh, this was published, uh, I published it in 2016. At that time, there were a lot of caregiver's guidebooks guide out uh, th- this uh, is a this, th- this is a, uh, s- a spiritual unfolding within a, within Martha and me as we moved through this that really helped us sort of transcend this disease at times. Uh, I, I know that um, I got totally caught by surprise when Martha went into uh, just a uh, just collapsed. For whatever reason, I, I didn't know at the time, and just uh, we were able to get through that period of time. Uh, and so it, it, it's 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 about the spiritual odyssey that we experienced going through this. As that one mentor after another, you have to give me guidance and turn to help guide Martha as we were going through this. 
Well, and as we pointed out, both of us earlier in the interview, it's that spiritual component that often makes it possible to get through situations just like this. It's that strength that gets us through. It's that strength that lifts us up. And I really encourage people to check out the book, A Path Revealed, How Hope, Love, and Joy Found Us Deep in a Maze Called Alzheimer's at Carlin Maddox, that's C-A-R-L-E-N Maddox, M-A-D-D-U-S. X.com. Carlin, it's been a pleasure having you on and talking about what's so near and dear to all of us. I mean, I, I mentioned Sean Connery at the beginning of the show because it's important to me because I, I, I loved his acting and it showed that none of us are invincible. It took Sean Connery. Right. It, it took your wife and it can take anybody. It does not matter the age. So thank you for sharing your story with us. I know this won't be the last time right. we talk. No, it uh, and Sean was one of my heroes, one of my movie heroes too. <laughs> almost nobody. So, if you ask me to pick one, there's almost nobody better when it comes to suave and cool than Sean Connery. <laughs> okay, Noah. Well, thank you, you so much, Carlin. And I know, again, as I said, we'll be talking again. Just wrap us up. I would like to maybe just get a, a closing thought from you on what this entire experience and journey has taught you along the way. You just got to learn, regardless of your situation, you've got to learn to take care of yourself. A, uh, a, a nun who was very prescient told me at one time, she said, you might want to check out the difference between being willful and willing, between being stubborn and being uh, able to participate and, and find meaning in what you're trying to do. Mm, and I'm very stubborn, so I think I'm going to explore that quote a little bit more in depth. But that's great and very wise wisdom. Carlin, thank you so much for joining us on Across the County, and I look forward to talking with you again, my friend. Thanks, Noah. Good to talk with you. Noah here and across the county. Check it out. A Path Revealed, How Hope, Love, and Joy Found Us Deep in a Maze Called Alzheimer's. Make sure you're aware of what's going on in your loved one's lives. And if you maybe notice signs that weren't there before, a mental kind of a way, maybe they're forgetting things, maybe they're oblivious to things, and it's, it's happening on a regular basis, maybe that's the time to go in, get some information, and see if you can take precaution may not be what's going on but then again it may and we need to take care of those that matter dear to us especially in the year like 2021 it's only getting harder and we need to bond together noah here and across the county there's more coming up